anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. And welcome to Cash Daddies. We are banking fatties. It's the three amigos and who knows where the cat man is. You know, I mean, we're, we're this is a professional business. Okay, well, you well, you are coming to us for your financial advice needs. What? And we can't even show up on time. Well, guess what? We're here on time. We don't care if it's St. Patty's Day and a bunch of redheads are blackout drunk in the middle of the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look who just showed up. Look who the cat literally dragged in. Huh? Can't hear you, bud. We already started. Joining me on the, uh, he is one half of the, he's the half that's on time of the Ass to Ass Brothers. Howie Dewey. How are you, Howie? Good, my man. Good, brother. Doing well. Hanging tough here in New York. And on the ones and twos, he is America because he is the new Bruce Springsteen of podcasting. Come on, Evan Hand. How are you? Oh. Oh, I held a lot better than Chris is about to be. Yeah, Chris, and then showing up late. Hey, guys, I can start at like six if you want, but I'm about 10 minutes late. Just relax. I just got out of the shower. I'm moisturizing. Oh, you're showering. <laughs> Is that where you bleach your b-hole, bro? Is this how it's going to be today? Oh, dude. <laughs> Howie's coming in hot, dude. Howie's I'm coming in hot, brother. I'm coming in hot. Oh. Yeah, we had a lot of readers talking about the uh, sexual tension between Chris and Sam last episode. Listen, we've already discussed sexual tension between us. I thought it was this cat that he nutted on. Guys, please welcome the other half of that, the ass to ass brothers, Chris Neff. What's up? Real quick, um, I already told everybody you and nothing with you is real quick, by the <laughs> yes, way. It is. This is another Bro. Casey Kasem <laughs> moment. This one goes out to two lovers, our two readers. One's from Ohio, one's from Michigan. <laughs> and they met together. Anyways, let me get to this. Point. All right, Scooby-Doo. Uh, I think you got from Texas is amazing. I like the way you keep saying, go ahead and speak, and then everybody speaks. Uh, this is wonderful, as usual. I already told everybody that the tension between Sam and I goes back 23 years in the making. So don't be confused with um, our, our pitter-patter. We, uh, we have been in couples counseling many times over the years. And should we decide we need to go back, we will go back. So don't worry about us. Don't worry about us. We've been banging forever. You guys think this is our first bang? We've been banging forever. We did an international tour of Southern California, okay? <laughs> That was uh, the Fresno uh, Limited Modesto Express Tour, if I recall correctly. Yeah, and then we did uh, we did Vancouver, and uh, there were people doing coke on the table at the comedy club right next to the police station. So shout out to all of our Canadians. By the way, one of our Canadian readers did send, you know April K, right? Uh, she sent a, a, a nice picture of her baby singing in a Cash Daddy's theme song. 
And uh, of course I put it on uh, the discord and immediately people were like, this is child pornography. Ah, ah. And I'm like, relax. It's a five-year-old kid. She's in great care. Uh, and it's not pornography, but just a note on that Coke thing, because I was thinking about this the other day, when we, when we go to Canada, we're real careful with our blow. And I remember you and I dumped it all at the border before we went over. And then on the way back, we cleaned the car out and we were like, we've got to make sure nothing is in this car. And then when you check the rental in to enterprise, the guy called and said, Hey, uh, did you guys want um, this uh, gram of Coke you left in the back seat? <laughs> no, Dana found oh, is it. Dana? Dana found the Coke. Right. Yeah, Dana found the Coke. This isn't her first rodeo. Great Dana job, was man. like, okay, I've seen bands before. Let's go through. Let's get rid of the knives, guns, But and we Coke. cleaned that car top to bottom. Yeah, so yeah. Was, yeah, we were probably coked out. So, like, top to bottom was a quick I, I, uh, I fuck, get in, get out. Yeah. Guys, if you want to see Sam Tripoli, if you want to see Sam Tripoli, I will be live at Ken- in Kansas City this weekend. I'll be live at the Comedy Club in KC. Go to samtripoli.com or the, the comedyclubkc.com. The following week, I'm in Lombard, Illinois. First show is sold out. Second show will uh, – they just had a second show. And then April 9th and 10th, I am back in Austin at the Romo Room. So come and real, see me. Anyone real, else got real, Yeah, I do because I noticed that you spelled Kansas wrong on your Instagram. So if anybody is going to see uh, Sam Tripoli in Canass, you're in. you're going to the wrong place. We're not in Canass anymore. Yep. Hey. <laughs> hey, nobody's perfect on this show. Nobody. Nobody. And maybe Evan, but not okay. us, okay? <laughs> right? Look, look at Matt. Just got done petting his cat. She's drinking some fucking Metamucil. <laughs> hey, you ain't lying. It's right over there, buddy. In fact, I'm on the sugar-free Metamucil, the Target brand, because they were out of the regular. But guess what? I'm still regular, and that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so here we are. We're back. Uh, hope you guys do get again. Go check out the t-shirts. Uh, we got a whole bunch of new t-shirts coming. Check out the discord, which from everybody talking to me says they've never seen a discord that that discord that busy and uh, interactive for a show. So please join us, get in there, rock out. And uh, you never know when a cash day will drop in. And just, you know, it just really bless you with their presence. I didn't know what the Discord was two weeks ago, and I made level seven, which I'm th- pretty much it's like Space Invaders, like 55 years ago. Uh, it's a fucking amazing. I, those those yeah. guys are hilarious. You just learned about podcasting, too, so it's really not that much of a, a leap real quick, okay? <laughs> I'm surprised you don't walk around with a Bluetooth in your ear at all time like an old black man. No, not the Bluetooth, the telemarketer one that uh, that goes right here with the, the cushion on the end of it. You're asking if you want your fries in a large? Straight up Radio Shack. He's still using I it. Still, I still keep a pager in my back, uh, back pocket. Speaking of, that is the stock that uh, 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 Howie wants you to buy right now is Radio Shack. He's like, it's going to go up. It's going to go up. I'm telling you, it's going to go up. It's a Tandy company. It's a Tandy company. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So let's get into it. How are we doing? How, how What is going on? Did we have a good week? Did we have a bad week? What is going on? Well, it's midweek right now, and it's a, it's so you know, far it, then. 
Chris will tell you it's an up and down week, man. Um, we we you know we started off down a couple of days, not down a lot, a little bit. We had a nice little boost today. Uh, things came up in a lot of areas, uh, and I'll tell you what: when the Fed when the Fed got on today, things jumped. I think it's going to be a solid ending, man. Things are looking pretty good, at least for this week. That means no rope by Friday, everybody. Um, I I think um, I think we're good for a while. Um, Powell basically coming out and saying we're not doing any any uh, raising of the rates. Um, you know, my gut tells me tech's been oversold. Um, so I, I think we're good for the time being. Now, that's not to say that inflation isn't going to occur and affect things drastically. We do still have bond yields fluctuating a lot. But um, I am, I'm currently sitting on a no-buy approach right now. And um, that's because I'm out of fucking money. So I'm just going to sit and look at what I've got and uh, make some moves um, if, I, if I see anything worth trimming. But um, I don't have any cash on the sidelines right now. So um, for now... You're out of all your stocks. No, no, no. Or you're no. Just I'm saying I don't on. have dry powder to go in and pounce on some value plays that I that I normally would make. Uh, you don't have any pinon <laughs> drywall. Twenty bags of pinon. Oh my god! Good thing he doesn't listen to this show because that would be a whole other story we don't want to get into right now. But let's keep the cocaine banner going just for that all of it. Hey, Daddy here. Daddy here's got a couple rolls of toilet paper that he's ready to use at a second, and I'm telling you right now, man. Ford and GE jump on the bandwagon because I'm telling you, you can look, this shit is breaking out. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. That reverse split, you cocksucker. There we go. <laughs> look at that. The you know bargain what? the bargain <laughs> shopper since 1912, everybody. Here he is, Howard Duard. That's by far. Howie, I got to be honest with you. You are loved. I mean, dude, you have been meme. You are the meme god. You are a meme god. They love to meme you. And you have a memeable face. Yeah, that's great. That's beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm surprised. The fact that nobody meme me on a leprechaun today made me the happiest guy in the world because it's early. Day ain't over, baby. Yeah, it'll be, it'll it's be seven o'clock on the West Coast, buddy. And these guys stay up late. Ask and thou shall receive, brother. Those guys are animals. Those guys on the Discord. I love those guys, man. They're just trying, they're, they're like sponges. They're trying to learn a lot. And truthfully, the reason I like them, they're trying to make money. They're trying to make wise decisions. They're not, at, they, these guys are legit. I love those guys on the Discord. Yeah, I mean, this is how you get the action going, dude. And, uh, you know, uh, listener, reader interaction is going to be a big part of the show because, you know, there's going to be things that we don't know that you guys are going to be able to figure out. And you guys are going to notice trends that maybe we don't notice. And hopefully we will all, you know, you'll jump on there. I just posted my first buy. You know, I bought uh, some, where's my phone now? Basic, uh, hold on one sec. That's all right. I'll pick it up while he's walking around. Um, as far as uh, GME, we should stay topical with that. Oh, no, he's back. What did you buy, Sam? This is what we call dead air on the podcast, everybody. Not well, dead air, bro. Well, it's not dead air. Well, that's where you guys are supposed to type machine. What are you, mannequins on this show? What are you doing? Using a soup can to buy a stock with a piece of string on it? Yeah, I am actually. That's the that's the most off the grid way, bro. But you're not ready for that, so we haven't told you about it. All right. What'd you buy, buddy? 
Uh, I he bought. Manna. He bought man. Actually, before you yeah, start, keep there, talking shit. Keep talking shit. No, I bought. Guess who buy man at ninety three cents? Man, congrats on saving that ten cents, bro. You really, you you really did that, dude. I, is there any way you don't live in a hoarder's house? Is there any way your house isn't just full of stuff you refuse to sell at a garage sale? You're saving ten cents on a token that's a dollar. Um, Sam, a little quick interjection here. That's a ten percent. That's a ten percent exactly. gain. Exactly. Exactly. Ten percent gain. You don't get that. You don't get that at a Bank of America or Chase, do you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I understand your theory on uh, your Allen Iverson rant of buy it. It's only a dollar. What are we talking about practice? But how we did do the prudent and ethical thing, not ethical, prudent and smart thing, and saying, you know what? This is a little overbought right now. I'll buy the dip. And he did that quite successfully. So while it may be only a dollar to you, he saved about 20 cents on the buy, which is wow. about- Wow, Howie, congratulations on that. Now, if you do that twice, you can go buy some gum with that. You, you don't well, understand. He didn't just buy pop. one. He didn't just buy one, buddy. I did, yeah, I didn't go out and buy one. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did, did you? Can you get a whole stick of bubble gum now, Howie? What are you doing? Maybe you can go get that some fucking- like that was like you get a hamburger guy. or something with your 20 cents you saved? That was like this guy in Discord today. He said, I missed out on the General Electric 13 and a half. And I was like, shit. And I'm like, how did you miss out? And he goes, well, I bought the uh, 10 days. I'm like, when would you buy it? Last week. And it, I go, it's up. So where are you trading right now? He said, I'm even. I said, sell the shit and go out three months. Jeez. I, Look, that's why we're here. We're going to help you guys out on the Discord, babe. We're going to help you make some money. Uh, so I bought, after talking to one of our lady readers, uh, Robin, who uh, I'm talking about doing some social media work with me. She's great. You mean uh, Robin Belasiki? Yeah. So I, I hit her up and we were talking. She said she got into... She really believes in basic attention token. So I said, you know, I took a look at it. It went up a little bit. I, not only the day, but I looked at like, what did it do in the last week? It's up 49%. So, I, and then you take a look at a year, it's it's up 112%. I mean, a year it's up 999%. So come on, man, quit it, Roger. So the point is, it's like, um, so I bought some. So I, you told me to post my, what I buy. I, I posted it. So yeah, man, I really like that coin and I bought that. So I'm super happy about it. Sam, what's, what it called again? That? what's it called? It's, it's a basic attention token. B A T. Oh, buck 20. Okay. Damn. Up 947%. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Woo. Oh, the irony of you buying something called basic attention token. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 10 episodes in and we finally get to what we've been waiting for chris thanks for doing the show we just wanted to get that out of the way uh and, and take care <laughs> all right it was finally a got stuff. a good joke <laughs> oh i see what you did there chrissy neff came in and did a special ed joke i don't got know the hammer on that oh yeah if they have aad or adhd coin you're definitely getting on that one that's for sure Adderall coin. Adderall coin is getting big. It's going to be by, huge over the next minute. By the way, if you don't mind, I would think this would be the perfect time for me to address a reader's suggestion um, from uh, somebody that hit us up and suggested that we come up with our own coin 
And I was thinking about making a, a, a segment to the show uh, because we get reader questions, you know, and we respond to them all. But every now and then we get a creepy reader question. And this comes from our boy, the knuckle dragger, who says, you guys gave me an idea so we can split it five ways. A fucking gay trans buy crypto. That's like 20% of the population. Gay people support the gay community, and most of them got big gay money to invest. Anyway, if you like the idea, we can do this. Uh, I already told you my suggestion. <laughs> if you guys know that, you know, what the big part of the Civil War wasn't only slavery, but it was the Fed. And Abraham Lincoln did not want to put us on the Fed. So there's actually something he created his own money and it's called greenbacks. So I thought, listen, let's go along with that, creating our own token. So I'm thinking our gay token should be called barebacks. <laughs> what we call a room splitter everybody speaking of great jokes uh, evan's laughing and he's young youth he's our demographic how he's laughing he's demographic with all the money apparently the cat people didn't enjoy that well-written joke and i'll be okay with that um one other thing could i uh, bring this one up as long as we're on the subject of fucking uh readers we have a very enthusiastic reader that goes by and uh this gentleman was kind enough to offer to sell me a black market Bloomberg machine. And before we get into that, Howie, would you tell everybody what a Bloomberg terminal is? Because we do get that question every now. Well, I mean, we mean a Bloomberg terminal. That's with all the uh, that's with the quotes. Actually, up to date, second quotes that you see when you see a uh, a line or ticker. Are you talking a ticker? Yeah, it's a ticker. Yeah, but what it's it? specifically software sold to professionals in the industry, and it's a subscription service, and you typically pay like 20 grand a year. It's Michael Bloomberg's company. It's how he made all of his goddamn money. So well, the point is- Brokerage firms will buy it. They'll buy it. It's basically the live ticker. That's what it is. Right. So homeboy, I don't want to say his name, just for, we better protect ourselves here. He, he says, I, I, I wrote code and I could hook you up with a free Bloomberg terminal. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'm not that sophisticated. And then after a few more messages, he comes back and he says, I'm too busy. And perhaps I should just admit the truth that I am only here as I have a huge homo love for Sam. I even have a real doll made up of him. Cost me 20K. All of what I say is a fabrication in an attempt to get on cash daddies and unleash the true daddy action. I need more drugs. That sounded funny in my head. Congrats, because you just made cash daddies and creeped us all out. I, I, there could not be a more Sam Tripoli fan than that fan right there. Drugs, blow up dolls, homoerotica, okay? You're missing the big point. The doll cost him $20,000. Well, I think he should send it to us and we'll make it the, the fifth host of Cash Daddies. I mean, you got to be That's dedicated. If you're, if you're spending 20 grand on a Sam Tripoli sex doll, that thing's got to have like the real arm o'hair. Yeah. I bet it's even got to have adjustable a butthole, right? <laughs> it's got a nice grip. Asshole. Natural 200-year-old Armenian hairy ass on the back. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> Buddy, like, that guy... Have to be 20 grand for that. That's that going to have the original black Armenian just fuzzy ass stick uh, up in the air on a daily basis. Dude, this guy basically got Encino Man for his fucking sex talk. 
Can you imagine putting the finishing touches and just grabbing an LA Dodgers hat and putting it on an ironing board and going, you are almost complete, my pretty. Oh, oh my God. I hope he enjoys it. Let me know how it goes. Um, you know that's it's dedication, though. Hey, dude, I'm telling you, I need those gay dollars, bro. We did one naughty show one time that was a gay naughty show. And it was at that moment the most money we'd ever made on a live naughty show. So no problems. All about those gay dollars. Uh, This show is pro gay dollars. I'm making a bareback coin. I mean, how much pro pro, uh, gay can you be? And and, and by the way, I'm going to tell you straight up. As an ex-financial advisor, gay Your days couples, are numbered. Gay couples have a ton of cash, baby. A ton of cash. They're, they, I don't know. They just like invest it wisely. They buy good properties. They, they're just they're frugal. Fuck it. They're they're great investors. They really are. So we're going after those gay dollars. Gay dollars, dog. Sure, yeah. All about gay dollars. Uh, can I bring up one other thing? We have a close friend of the show. Uh, she goes by trench coat on uh, IG. Um, she was a little, uh, here's the thing. We talk about being comics and dropping fucking room splitters every now and then. They're not all going to land. But one kind of went over the reader's heads. And that was when Howie accused me of dropping a patch on my cat. And I immediately got a text that said, there are some things I don't want to hear. I can never unhear the term drop a patch. No, blue a patch on a cat. She said, I am from uh, Generation Z, and my childhood memories of watching Patch Adams are completely scarred for the rest of my life. And then she she wanted a diatribe saying, there's too many words from come already. All right. I don't want to learn anymore. So congratulations, Howie. Guys, listen real quick before Howie comments. I just want you to know that this show is very much influenced by uh, uh, Alaskan native culture. And like we they have like 70 words for snow. And we said, you know, you know, jizz is kind of like snow in our world. So it's like it's it's along the same thing. So, I mean, don't, the way, inher- it, don't in- insult our inheritance. <laughs> our, our, no, when our, I our, said that, I had a, I, I, I literally broke out a thesaurus. And for come, the second word I saw was patch. So I just, I'm trying to mix it up and make us all look a little more intelligent. That's all. Okay. I buy it. Well, I mean, she must be new to the show because that's literally about the, the 50th worst analogy that uh, 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 how he's ever done. So it's like, that was actually one of the good ones. She should not go back to the old ones where <laughs> some of his early heaters. I mean, I can't believe we made it to this episode with all these. <laughs> there, were a, there were a lot of curveballs early on. Yeah. Blue, yeah, yeah. blue a patch. You are a poet, Mr. Duard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, I, I, Christ. anything else? Any, of, any other love letters you want to read, Howie? I mean, uh, Chris, those are the love letters. We probably should get into the questions because it is, re- you know, Wednesdays are for readers. Um, <laughs> Dude, that's the best. Wednesdays are for readers. Um, we got the creepy uh, reads out of the way. Um, but we do have a lot of people um, asking about um, this new ETF, this new hot ETF that hit the market. And it's called Moon. And apparently it blew up in the last month and um, people are comparing it to Kathy Ark's ETFs. And I want to say right out of the gate, please do not compare anything 
to the goddess of Kathy Wood. Because she'll be fired in three months. Oh, my God. I thought it was six months last week. Make up your mind, Howard. Right, six months. Six months. Kathy Wood Wood is a genius. And the point is, she manages billions of dollars. And this new moon uh, ETF, um, it's a $200 million ETF, which is a drop in the bucket in the terms of um, you know, valuations. I looked at uh, some of the holdings. They're very small micro cap um, stocks, uh, micro visions in there. Um, personally, I'm staying away from it, but this is a great, great example of do some research before you buy. Well, really here's the thing, and I know, about this, I know about this ETF because they came out today, and I will give Kathy this, I'll give her this. They came out and they're like, this is a new ETF. And it's based on the exact same philosophy that Kathy has, but yet this has beaten her ETF by over four times. Listen, time out. We're we're in a tech explosion right now, and small cap companies are crushing. It happens every five, six, seven, eight years. And when this thing's over, these small cap stocks, a lot of them will be bankrupt, and this ETF will probably be trading around three bucks. So, Chris, you do have a good point there. It's not in the same realm. She is much more educated. She's a real Wall Street person. Um, I'm not totally sold on her yet just because we got a ways to go, but don't compare this fucking ETF to hers, really. Please leave Howie's girlfriend alone. You're muted, Chris. Chris, you're, you're just Chris, you're, you're muted right now. Like you just had jizz on your face. Sorry <laughs> about that. I what I was saying is you need to go look at the prospectus and look at the holdings within e, any ETF before you look at it. And the other thing is this ETF debuted in December, so mm. you can't say, "Oh wow, it's up 130 percent." It's been around since de- December. That's yeah. not that doesn't impress me. The other thing I want to bring up is the fact it's, it's specifically called Moon, which scares the shit out of me, which tells me it's being marketed as the next rocket ship. And I will, I will compare it to the fact that a buddy of mine, the one I told you about that hit the Hoge coin and got me in, um, he's like, you got to get into this new crypto. It's called Moonshot or something. And I'm like, everybody's using this Moon thing. And then it hit me. It's like, this is what we're being sold, this idea that it's going to take off. And, of course, um, I had put it on the crypto boards on the Discord because I, I am crypto, you know, virgin. And Bitcoin Booster came on and he was like, dude, this is a penny stock. This is a penny crypto. So you got to be careful about what you're buying. And I've already pulled back a little bit Let me just say something that. real quick on that, dude. It's like, listen, dude, I get a lot of crap for Coinbase, you know, Oh, dude, stop pushing Coinbase. I totally get it. It's, it's For me, it's the easiest one to use, and then you move on to the other ones. There are literally people who are on the internet creating a crypto coin and then be like, this thing's blowing up, and it's going from a penny to a half a penny. And I, nothing gets it because everybody's got to start somewhere, right? But it's like you're going to spend your whole day chasing shadows if you're just buying any coin that blows up on anything and if it if it's impossible to buy when you're on three or four the the major crypto wallets it's a problem it's a problem man and if if people like me who are really into this are struggling to figure out how to buy this thing 
I th- I just think the average person's gonna be like, oh, we'll call them new money. Is gonna be like, I'm not gonna work on that until it gets on the one of these bigger ones or one of my crypto pirate people that I've been in this game forever. Go, dude, check out this coin. It started cooked with gas. You can get on this wallet or that wallet or that wallet. I'll do it. But man, if I gotta do 19 different wallets to get to this thing, it's yeah. just not there yet. Well said. So, well yeah. said because he sent me the YouTube tutorial. And I had to go to Binance and then I had to go to five other places and transfer it. And I was like, if it's this complicated, I don't want to be involved because that scares me. And more importantly, but it just can't blow up off. If it's that complicated, it just can't blow up. Dude, the like, last just, that last guest we had on, I can't remember his name right off the bat, but he said Corey. it perf- he said it perfectly, man. He this guy's been studying this shit. He knows it. And I haven't been personally, so I like to listen to experts that know their shit. And he said it, man. He said it's like, look, man, you can either buy Oreos or you can buy you can go to shit store and buy cookies that look like Oreos and they taste like ass. And he and he he said it perfectly, man. That was a great analogy. And he said, Look, I got my money in Bitcoin. And you know, when you read shit today. How Morgan Stanley are they're now designating their clients. They're not just buying 1.5 billion. They're letting their clients get into those their own funds with Bitcoin. It's no joke. It's a real deal because now you got Wall Street on board. I said that a month and a half ago to Sam. I said that's the only reason that I really truly believe in it because you got the guys that run Wall Street buying Bitcoin. It's real. Yeah, and on that note, Grayscale, uh, which is primarily the, re- the way people in stocks yep. buy Bitcoin, yep. they've introduced like 10 different new funds, and I was going through them today, and one is a Manifem fund. So there, we're really seeing a crossover of these, these altcoins already matriculating them, themselves into the market. So, the good ones, you know, the good yeah, ones. Yeah, and that yeah. tells me, okay, yeah. I might want to buy that, but I might, I'm, I'm probably better off just buying it directly off Coinbase than having it filter through the Wall Street process and having them take their cut. So I think when you see established companies bringing in these altcoins, that's a very good sign, but I wouldn't yeah. buy them from them. I would still stick to your, you know, your personal uh, Coinbases and places like that because you're going to end up getting them at a discount doing but, that. You know, you, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing, dude. Right now, the banks are making it really hard to even buy crypto on any of these wallets. And for and they've only allowed Coinbase, and which is like, okay, that's a scary notion right there. Why are they using Coinbase? But for whatever reason, that's it. And it's like, there's a crypto.com. That's another one. Binance. That's another one I really like. These are the ones of people that I think are just like, if if you can't get on one, Edge Wallet, Coinbase, Binance, Crypto.com, you know, these are the, these are kind of bigger ones right now. And, and as this thing starts to, uh, you know, as, as the market starts to figure itself out, these other ones are going to be great. Like, I like Atomic Wallet. That's got all these cryptos. And you just go for days with crypto on this. MetaMask has so many. Another one is Kraken Pro. They're really great. You have, I mean, like, I have all these coins. And, and there's a bazillion coins. But it's okay. like, if they're not if they're not showing up on multiple ones of the big ones, I'm not saying you've got to go through Coinbase, but I'm like, what are the chances of this thing blowing up if 95% of the market can't find them and can't buy them? 
Chris, Chris just brought up a great point to what you're talking about. Stop he brought, bragging. He brought up a great point. And, and like, it's literally this. He's, he's like, yeah, a lot of these ETFs are bringing in certain coins onto their ETF. Look, man, if you own a stock like Zekin, ZKN, Chris's lover, if you own that stock and they come out with 25 new pieces of great news and this stock goes up 2%, 3%, whatever, you know what makes that fucking stock rise? The day they get involved in a mutual fund or an ETF. The day an ETF says, you know what? We just added Zekin. That fucking stock's going up 30%. When a stock gets, that, that's called getting validated, baby. When a stock goes from the street to a real mutual fund or an ETF, they're legit. And that's what's happening with a lot of these coin, these coin uh, Bitcoin uh, companies. You know what it is, man? That's like when a comic gets like called up to do Johnny Carson. Or, or today, it would be basically going on Joe Rogan. That's like kind of like a way you're being shown. It's like, okay, there's something good going on there. There's, you know, and solidifying you as an up and comer. And that's kind of how it goes, man. Yeah. And that's what I like about Bitcoin. You know, yeah. I have a, some crypto pirate people that think Bitcoin has a ceiling that's a lot lower than what everybody else thinks it is. I don't see that. I don't see that at all. I, don't I need- just think that everyone's going to jump into this thing and it's only going to get bigger. When you got Wall Street putting targets like 150k, 200k, 250, you know, and that's just in the next last couple of years, right? I mean, that's in the next couple of years. He's like, he's like, you know what, man? He goes, three years ago they wouldn't let us go near this thing. They said it was garbage, it was bullshit, and now we just bought 1.5 billion. We're putting together an ET. Come on, dude! They see the future. It's going there. It's going up. If you if you got into Bitcoin. Today, you're good. You're going to make money. I mean, I'm telling you, it is yeah, what it is. I will say this, that um, I, when I was looking at that moon ETF or that moon Bitcoin, I had stars in my eyes because I heard my friend saying it is the exact same chart to Hoge, which 133X. I made seven grand on it. And then I started feeling like I had um, like tr- tr- treasure of the Sierra Madre gold fever. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to 130X this. And then when I got ready to get buying it, I'm like, wait a minute, I can't buy something that I don't know what it is. And I and I was like, I'm breaking my own rule. If I can't explain to a person on the street, right, what it is, I have no business buying it. And I realized that the greed had already entered my brain. And I was, I, I bypassed that. I was like, I want that 133. It's that cat hat. shit, man. It's that cat shit. It gets in your brain and you're like, I'm going to buy this fucking moon rock. I'm going to buy this bareback coin. It's for gays. Yeah, because Neff is used to like cats that have like are inbred, which are great cats or smart cats. Dude, he's doing gackers off of cat buttholes, dude. That lives dangerous, dude. All of a sudden you get a Siamese cat that walks in there and just starts fucking everything up and it's over. By, By the way, I will admit in my life, I have scraped blow off the floor that has cat hair in it and snorted it. And I'm, I have no problem admitting that I, but I have done it. Those, but those days are long gone. You know, I want to say something right off the bat. I got it. I just want to be clear with the readers. Look, uh, I've never owned a dog in my life. Um, the first pet I ever got was a cat. The cat was named Mickey. She lived to be 17 years old. I don't want to be like half of, I can't use that word. Uh, but hey, I love half a, half a light in the loafers. That's what I, 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 I love cats. Cats are my thing. 
Like literally I went to college and put a poster of a cat above my bed and I got abused for quite a while. So I had to change it, it to a say, tiger. Did it say hang in there in the background? It said, don't oh. be a fuzzy. But uh, I love cats. I love, we love cats, cats too. We're just uncomfortable with Chris's love of cats. Yeah, I don't like I don't like lay them down, make them pass out, and lick them. But I like to pet them and you know that kind of stuff. I think they're, they they make me feel good when they're around. Uh, we're not blowing patches. On. I'm not I'm not firing off patches on a daily basis. There we go with the patch. Let's just put it there. All right, and moving on. Um, I think we covered uh, what we needed to cover in that department. So let's let's get into right now. Let's get into like Chris. Let's get into the argument of you. Uh, getting your stock information off the National yeah. Enquirer. Okay. okay, now here's the thing. We had a reader question today, and it's been on the Discord. <laughs> it's been on um, uh, the Twitter. And they said, where do you like to get your information from? And, um, you know, I immediately responded, Seeking Alpha. And Howie says, Seeking Alpha is the National Enquirer of the stock market. No real. Hold on. I'm not done doing my boomer fucking impression with you, you motherfucker. I've been on the market since fucking 1920. And you know what? We read the Wall Street Journal like old men with our corn cob pipes. Because yeah, I've, been buying and selling, I've been buying and selling stocks before <laughs> Meow Mix came out there, fella. Okay. My point is this. Seeking Alpha is not the National Enquirer of, um, of information on the internet. The Motley Fool, yes, because the Motley Fool makes ads They're like- They're the same fucking thing. They're the same thing. Okay, here's how debates work. I present my case and then you argue. I wasn't done presenting my case. All right, go ahead. Then we have things like the Motley Fool that have ads that say, "What is the Motley hey, Fool?" You guys are talking Chinese shit. I don't okay. know what you're talking about. These are these are uh, places on the internet where you can go for information. They're subscriptions, for, for, and they're also rookies. free. They've never invested for like. Oh my god! Howie, Howie, let him talk. Like I'm trying to teach I'm people right. stuff. First what, of all, what is in, what is these April Fools and whatever <laughs> the other things you were talking about? Seeking Alpha is basically a, a forum and it's by primarily by paid reader submission where you post an article, uh, either pitching a stock or dissing a stock. And I read it because there's a lot of information in there, but primarily I read the comment section so I can get a feeling of what people really take away from this article. And somebody's saying, what are your sources? Seeking Alpha is my main go-to source when I need to get research information because I believe you looked that up in the source information. The Motley Fool is uh, another version, but it's by these run by these old assholes, and they use these uh, uh, ads that are like, "Hey, the guy who told you to buy Amazon at a dollar seventy-eight got a hot stock tip for you." And I'm just like, it's garbage, and it never compares to Seeking Alpha. Now, Seeking Alpha also I use I um, I import my stocks in there. And then I have a stock tracker that tells me after hours what they're moving at 24-7 whenever the market moves. Now, to Howie's point, yeah, there's people on there that are pumping articles. There's people on there that are dumping articles. You need to sift through and you need to be able to process information and weigh, weigh things equally. I also use MarketWatch. I use Investors Business Daily. I read Barron's. But I don't read The Motley Fool. And Howie, feel free to counter and say Seeking Alpha's garbage. I don't believe it is. Uh, I think there's quality information there. And more importantly, um, to each their own. But I don't think you can call Seeking Alpha the National Inquirer of 
stock research? Uh, the only positive you said in that spew was you said investors business daily, which I would say start with that. Go with Wall. Go with uh, the Wall Street Journal. Um, as a young investor, if you're new at this, that is the last place I would look at because you're trying to learn about things like PE, earnings, who the hell's running the company. The, I, Seeking Alpha is exactly, they're identical to The Motley Fool, and I told you that earlier. I think they're both garbage, gossip, stock magazines. I would stay away from them. Now, with that being said, You'll have, I would say, out of Seeking Alpha, you'll probably have 25% people that write. And by the way, they're all they're not analysts, they're not experts, they're writers. They're authors who will write an article in their own opinion. They have no background. You don't know where the fuck they went to school. And they, they don't actually, know. You can click on their profile and it has all that information. But, but the thing is, 25% will be people that are solid. They know what they're talking about. 25% will be like, eh, I'm not too sure. Then the other 50% are people that have no fucking clue, probably bought the stock and are trying to pump it. I just, I hate it. I hate Motley Fool. I always have. I hate Seeking Alpha. I hate a lot of these. If I'm telling any young investor, what should I look at to gain information? Dude, the Wall Street Journal's been, they've been there for fucking 100 and I don't know how many years. Investors Business Daily, IBD, that's like the godfather of investing stocks. Just they'll tell you real shit. That's my own thing. I just I don't I don't have a lot of uh, validity in any of those, both of them. On that note, I, I use Seeking Alpha a lot for fundamentals and just technical for dating? analysis. No, but I did get a I did get a Bumble swipe uh, match today. <laughs> oh, Dating's probably better. You can probably meet some like writers that'll open up to you. Well, this woman's 61 and has three cats, so it's not looking so good. Perfect. Sounds anyway. like a match made in heaven. <laughs> but seeking alpha, it has, uh, you know, you could go in there and I can, I could get any technical information I want. But you can also go to Yahoo Finance. Yahoo, Yahoo has this rep as being garbage, and it is. It's not Google, they but they're right. But their finance section is still top notch well, when it Chris, comes to Chris, explain their, their finance section. Yahoo Finance is not, that's not an original thing. What Yahoo Finance does, they take articles from the Wall Street Journal or IBD and they yep. post them. That's why it's good. And I agree with you. I Yahoo Finance is excellent because you'll hit something and it'll be like, Wall Street Journal says that and you can read it. You know, it's legit. Right. I'm talking also in the middle of my trading day when I'm like, you know, I'm monitoring four or five stocks that I might be swing trading. I use Yahoo for the real time, um, you know, quotes. Yeah, exactly. No, I agree. I agree. Totally agree. So to each their own, there's tons of information out there. Stay away from the Motley Fool. And the irony, of course, is the Motley Fool uh, ad people will probably be calling us next week saying we love your show and we'll have to turn them down. <laughs> You're probably but, right. But it is what it is for ethical reasons. And then we'll turn around and suck their dicks and take their money. But yeah. until then, please stay away from the Motley Fool, in yeah. my personal opinion. No, but if you're a young investor out there and you're trying to learn about how things work, God damn it, read the fucking WGJ, read IBD. Because, hey, if you're really smart, which I'm not, read The Economist. That's probably the best in the world. And I, 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 I've tried, even when I was a broker, 
and it's way too macro for me. Uh, but shit, Wall Street Journal and uh, Investors Business Daily is actually my favorite. And, and- I love Market Watch uh, because there's so much uh, topical news there. In fact, they kicked me off because I've read too many free articles. And every time I go on there, I'm like, God, I don't want to pay the money, but I probably will buy it just because. Good point. Market Watch is, it's, yeah, online, it's legit. Yeah. Right, and so again, the comments we- section, read the comments if you find an article interesting, scroll down, because then you're going to get the temperature of what real people think. Let's do, let's <clears throat> do something. A, a, a lot of these uh, websites you listed, if Evan could write them down, include them in our, our description link so people can copy and paste and check them out. So when they want to do some research or try to find a hot tip or whatever weird stuff you guys do on those websites, you can go there and do that. So that's a great thing. See, here's the whole thing, man. For me, it's like, go where you get the good stuff. And that's different for everybody. It's like some guys can glean something over here. Some guys can glean something over here. It's like, how much time do you want to put in? And that will determine where you want to go. There's, Listen, if you try to do exactly everything I do or everything Chris does or how he does or Evan does, guess what? It might not work out for you. You got to find what works for you the best you can. And it's just like, yeah. listen, man, when it comes to your money, you got to do research. This just isn't like pre- click, make money, click, 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 me make a money, click, click, click. Okay. You got to take time. You got to invest and you got to realize it's like, it's the thing I'm telling you guys with crypto, right? We're giving you all these crypto stuff. I'm telling you, man, for me, and these guys can do their own thing. But for me, I'm not selling this crypto until I'm a millionaire. And that's really what I'm doing, dude. So, Buy a little bit that you could set aside and not touch it. Yeah, I know in the IRA, you, you're not legally allowed to. Pretend this is an IRA and you're not allowed to touch it until you're a millionaire. Well, you can put it in an IRA, Sam. You can put your Bitcoin in an IRA. It's legal now. No, I got you. But my point is, it's like you just got to figure out a way to not spend this investment because we're going to have ups and downs a lot because new money gets in there and they're like, Oh dude, I'm up a thousand, you know, look at me. And it's just like, to me, it's just, you're going to end up buying it at a more expensive price down the line. If you do a bump and sell, bump and sell, bump and sell. Cause Hold it's going to shoot That's up. a new term. Are you creating a new term? Cause I, yes. like yes. like I mean, if we can blow a patch is a new term. It's not bump, bump and sell. It's, not bump and dump, it's bump and sell. So yeah. write that down because that's a brand. And by the way, everybody on Wall Street is going to be using that shit in like six months. Yeah, um, thank just, you. It's going to be. Just I like, like the, I like setting trends. Just like the buy. Like Sam buy. said, like Sam said, Chris, I would I would compare it to this. And here's a here's a great analogy. Oh, Sam's here we talking go. About, here we Sam's go. talking about Sam's talking about you know buying a coin and just holding it. Sam, Chris, it's like I talked to you. You own PLTR. I also own it. I'm probably going to sell it if it jumps to 30, 31, 32. You have it in a situation where you just don't even want to look at it. I don't look at it. We're just going to look at it in five or 10 years. Yep. And I'll give you, it's kind of like when I was a broker, I left, I don't know, 2005, six. It was a stock called NVIDIA, NVDA. I own that as well. Stock was, back then it was trading at, 45, 50, up, down, wow. up, down, up, down, up, down. Chris, where is it today? 
high 400s, maybe yeah. 490. 400 oh, wow, it's a 533. I bought it at like 490 a couple weeks ago. All right. I, Damn. I, when, I, when I was buying and selling that stock, it was at 45 bucks a share. Whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so, and so Chris, Chris has a stock right now, PLTR. He, he believes in it. And truthfully, they killed Osama bin Laden. I mean, not, not really, but that's okay. That's a different show. PLTR could get bought out four or five times between now and a decade from now. And don't be surprised if that's trading at four or 500. That probably will happen. I mean, any stock with good fundamentals is trading at 2530. They've been on the market. They made the NASDAQ or NY uh, for two or three years. Yo, those are stocks you probably need to just buy, like Sam says, and don't ever look at them again. Throw them away and check where they are in 20 years. Can we can we uh can we now with these stocks come up with like initials for them? Like we'll call one a boomer stock. And for me, a boomer stock is something you hold on for a while because it's it's just gonna be reliable, right? For that would be like a value or a growth stock. A boomer stock would be something like GE or Ford, like what I would call uh, yeah, but those are things that are like kind of go. I mean, unless something like unless a car just blows up on a, a one of Obama's daughters, right? It's gonna do pretty well. I mean, it, it like it's gonna take a national tragedy for us to like you know for that stock to go down, right? Something's got to be crazy, a huge recall, something like that, right? Yeah, I really so, don't like boomer stocks because. I'm, by the way, readers, I'm fucking Generation X. I'm not a boomer. I'm Generation X. I'm not I'm even with, hey, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. And I like you're, your picks, Howie. Like, I like your picks. What do they call it like in the, the astrological world where you're like a border Sagittarius or a cusp of a fucking Scorpio? You're that I am. I'm, no, I'm 100% Scorpio. Evan, mark down the time right now real quick, by the way. Uh, you're like a cusp of boomer gen. So I got to right? go over two quick things real quick. Number one, people are like asking uh, how we go over options. Listen, I'm not going over options. Not tonight. I'm going to do one one night where I get one of these experts on who I've talked to like three of them in the last four days. We'll go over support resistance. We'll talk about options, which brings me to technical analysis. Gotten a thousand questions on like, why do you buy it here? Look, when a stock looks like it's breaking out, it's called a uh, resistance level. In other words, if a stock like Ford is at 1250 or 1275 and it keeps hitting 13 and bouncing down, keeps hitting 13, bouncing down, all of a sudden one day it finishes at 1325. That's when you buy it because it's headed up. It's broken out. It's broken that support. It's headed way higher. Resistance on the other hand, you get a stock like, uh, I don't know, Amazon, and the stock drops uh, 15%, another 10%, and it hits an area where it's hit over the past five years, but it hasn't dropped below that. That's resistance. Probably a good buy. Probably it, should, it would bounce up. I can't go over all that tonight, but guys, we will go over options and don't mess with options if you're new. That's the bottom line. Just yeah, and just to jump in, I knew I had a busy like week and a half and I wanted to play some options, but I'm like, I am not going to be an op- uh, buy an option if I know I can't babysit it and watch yes. it. So yeah. I'm, I have not been doing a lot of trading this week because of that. So that's the other thing. Um, don't, don't just buy an option and just think you can take off. I know I've said this before, but I'll preach it again. If you're gonna buy an option, especially if it's your first option, 
find a stock that is very low priced. Because remember, when you buy an option, you're buying 100 shares of the underlying, well, a contract. So you want to buy an option on a very uh, cheap stock, meaning like in 10 to 12 bucks, just, yeah. to, just to see how it moves. And of course, do not buy a uh, light in the loafer's delight, okay? They're, they're just too risky. Buy at least a month out, maybe three months out to test your first option. And out. always use an option calculator so you can visualize what this could or could not do. Where do you get an option calculator? Um, we actually have it posted on the Discord. Uh, what section, Evan? Is it Reader Tools or something like that? Probably but Reader yeah. Due Diligence. I I, that's what I use, optionsprofitcalculator.com. Yeah, and I had a, I had a reader today. This was it, it, I literally laughed because he he this was another guy. He bought a Ford option out like two months, and he bought it. And he goes, "Wow, looks like I lost everything." And I was like, "Why?" He goes, oh, "I bought it at like twelve thirty, and it was supposed to go to fourteen fifty, and it's at twelve seventy five. And I said, "Dude, you're probably up in it. You're probably up. Please check your." check your screen, whatever, whoever you're trading through, please check it. And he please was actually up, I didn't he, was up 20, he was up 20%. And I'm like, yo, just chill out, calm down. So like a lot of guys are buying, they don't, you got to like options. You really, you got to study them. We'll answer all your questions. As far as tech analysis, I will get somebody on here who will be <laughs> great. Um, Google Phil Roth. That's all I'm going to say. Google Phil Roth, R-O-T-H. He's the godfather, man. He's got videos up. He'll tell you about it. This is a guy that used to yell at me. Um, that might be the actor, Phil Roth. I don't know. Um, That's the novelist. Yeah. <laughs> he wrote good stories. Put Phil Roth technical glasses. He's a little guy with glasses. There you go. And, and uh, yeah, Philip. That's him. And, yo, this guy, uh, no, still not him. We don't, we don't need a picture of him, Howie. Jesus Christ. What yeah, look, just Google technical analysis, Bill Roth. The guy literally, he's got videos. He's he's the godfather. The guy was a genius. He got me into it. He used to yell at me a lot because I would tell him. You, you know stuff. when Chris is telling you to wrap it up, you're, you're going a little <laughs> long. Just keep in mind, technical analysis is one piece of trading. There are many people that disregard technical analysis and Great just trade just trade on momentum or gotcha. value. And to piggyback off of what you're saying, um, we were talking about, you know, what a, what's a value right now. I personally, if, um, if I had, if I was into fractional trading, which I'm not, I would buy Amazon right now. I was looking at the chart and it has just been just trading sideways for so long. I want to say like the last, look at that chart. What is that? The Go to the, uh, the six month. Um, well, I guess we need to zoom out a little bit, but take the peak. It's like maybe thirty-one ninety. I mean, thirty. I owned I owned a lot of Amazon for a long time, and I think what I learned from owning that stock is it's such a safe stock to own. The problem is it's so expensive to own it. Do you want to spend three thousand dollars to make an eight or nine percent return in a couple of months? I don't, but I would buy it if I could buy it for fractional, uh, you know, a, a discount and own a smaller slice of it. I unfortunately don't fractional trade at all, but in my opinion, I think it's a buy right now. I know that they, they're down on their numbers, but that that was going to be one of my, my stocks to say at least consider. And also just for the fact that I like to have anchor stocks in my portfolio, the NVIDIAs, 
you know, the apples, just things that make up like the, the base of my portfolio. And um, it wasn't uh, the base of my portfolio for a long time. So um, great stock, great stock, scumbag company, but great stock. Well, again, if you're going to trade on ethical reasons, that is your prerogative. Um, yeah. It's yeah. my prerogative. So do you want to get into the picks? Because I know you probably have to jam. Um, uh, I thought picks were on Sunday, dude. You yeah. keep rewriting the rule. You're right. You're we right. Have to, you're we right. have to do the shirts still. Yeah. What? Oh, it's time to do. Come on, Bruce Springsteen. Get the fucking shirt picks. Hey, what are man, we picking? It's up. It's up. Oh, I see ya. Out of Ohio. All right. I don't want I don't want any uh any accusations of collusion here. Hold on. You said you were gonna get the bingo roller, man. I did not say that. I you, said you, you were gonna you do said it. that. Huh? If you can find some software that can do it. Okay. So what so, are you doing here? So this picks somebody random. Who okay. Is, who is like this post. All so, right. Out of Hold 100. on. Are you gonna we're giving away sure for 106 likes. Jesus Christ. Go on. <laughs> All right. And this is you're gonna do one off the IG and then one off the Twitter, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Hey man, it's here good we marketing. go. It's good marketing. Here we go. Find, Find the, winner. the winner and the winner. Uh, that is. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I knew you rigged it, dude. Martha it. Beaver. Oh, All right. Well, we're gonna do it for the uh, Twitter now. So who okay. was it? Well, who was it for Instagram? We're gonna have uh, to broken, like circle. We're gonna Instagram. have to circle back for that one. Phone brothers. Phone brothers. Congratulations on your shirt. Phone brothers. So excited. Phone brothers. Phone brothers wins a T. That's awesome. I don't know. Yeah, DM us. DM us your uh, information and we'll get that to you. No dick pics, phone brothers. No dick pics. Full all dick pics, bro. We want those gay dollars. And I want to see a little bit of the gleam in Evan's eye start to fade. We all want to see a patch. <laughs> we want to see him. We're just going to fuck with his skull. So so let's. can we figure out a way to do Instagram? Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out now. I did that one, uh, ran that one through earlier and it... Works, but apparently. Oh, you use your free try. That's why. Evan, uh, fucking pick somebody's name for Christ's sakes. All right, Jesus. Hold on, pick a name. You know what? I think I see an angle here. This is going to get pushed till Sunday, so we could get a few more retweets and likes. Is that bad? Of All us? right, let's try to get this to two hundred. Can we do that on Instagram? Okay, so Instagram, Twitter one is already gone. That's Phone Brothers. Phone Brothers. Congratulations, Phone Brothers. Um, that's very cool. And make sure and tell us which, uh, one you want. If you want the cartoon, if you want the OG, um, you know, I've seen those OGs and they pop a couple readers, uh, snap some photos of themselves out in public. And I hear they're already getting pussy. I love it, man. I love that. And, 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 and Dick. And Dick. What? They're getting pussy and Dick. Good. You're, you're, you're going to get an XL with Chris's personal pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Patch it up, Deward. <laughs> All right, guys. Great episode. Thank you guys so much. Uh, this is uh Bing Cash Days. I'm glad I could make it this Wednesday. Sometimes I can't, but being here, can I, I, I can I give a shout no, out? Oh no, oh no, oh no. Um, the show, I mean, the last couple shows have been great. I think we're hitting a nice stride, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. And I really do enjoy uh answering your questions. I think that's great. 
So um, thank you for tuning in. Listen, again, please do your own research. Investing isn't just something you plug and play in, man. you got to make your own decisions. Don't just listen to us. Don't listen to us. Do your own decisions. Make your own decisions. Do your own research. And, man, stack the bank those baddies, dude. All right, quick shout out. Um, okay. To the readers that are still holding Zinkin, we've had a lot of people ask, should I sell Zinkin? Again, I'm, I've repeated this a few times. It is officially a double for me. I'm not holding it, keeping it long. Congrats to people holding GMBLW. Uh, KLR, should I sell it? No, I was just going to bring that up to you. I have a feeling KLR is going to start moving in the next week, maybe two weeks. Um, I'm down 8% on it, but uh, in my opinion, I'm holding um e uh can we get little e's ocgn update because i we have so many people asking about it so i think we should at least it's at like 950 earnings right. earnings tomorrow morning yeah correct okay that's earnings, big yeah but it's probably i mean i don't think it's going to really affect the stock much um some guy what gave is me it? og ocgn if it's og it's something you have it's, no one oh it's going to affect the stock one way or the other yeah watch it's okay. either going up or down. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't anticipate the earnings to be amazing because of COVID. Um, what is it? OCGN. Oh, anyway, man, is this some vaccine? Vaccination? I don't know. But I own a lot I'm, of it. I Sam, <laughs> I've been talking about this for like a month. <laughs> is this a long hold or just yeah, a quick? Yeah, it's long. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for. We're waiting for FDA approval and emergency use authorization. And then, and then it's going to 50. Another you think it's going to go to 50? I do. You think it's going to go to 50? Yes. Well, no. Oh, so shit. it's going to be so over. Bye, bye, bye. I think it's going to be over 25. I did my own due, due diligence. 15 and 25 are different. My my original price target is 25, personally. And well, that's still if, double. I, if, we're, if we're going to the moon, then I think it's 50. Very important earnings update as well. We do know um, we have people that specifically listen for the GameStop update. GME earnings are on Monday, everybody. So if you are still playing this crazy, crazy stock, keep in mind um, Monday is earnings. And I don't know if it's after hours or before, but you do need that information before you figure out what you're going to do on Friday. Because it's going to drop more. It's going to go up. Book it. You heard it here first. Oh, my God. You guys oh, should God. get it. And then finally, this is, I swear, this is the last shout out. No, I, I, I want, doubt it. I it, doubt it. It, it is. Um, just want to remind everybody, our special guest on Sunday is a Wall Street insider. We will not be giving you his real name. He goes by the Wall Street Grinch. We will most likely, um, what do they do that thing where they put him in the shadows and they get him the voice box and he talks so yeah. weird. We're going to do that to him just so he could be as, um, as, as forthcoming as, as he can. So if you have any questions about dark pools or any sketchy shit that you would like answered, put those in the reader's sections question for this Sunday show. And um, The Art of Getting Up and Evan did handle that. There's a separate tab now on the Discord where you can say, hey, I've got a question for the upcoming show. But that's where that would go so we know where to look. Anyway, the Wall Street Grinch will be on Sunday. And that is the last shout out. Oh, shout out to the Sandboys. Boys. <laughs>